passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 257. Wow. Of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Happy Monday. It's Kyle and Ben, ready to get your week started, talk a little golf, have some fun, uh, and let's just get this thing going. Let's just get this thing going. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. The world. Uh, if you took, uh, I think I just, uh, we're recording this on Sunday. If you took a little, they got prop bets. If you had a little, um, you know, the uh, Dallas Cowboys running back, I think just went down. So if you had to prop bet on him, you're not happy right now. So, uh, but they got prop bets, uh, first half, second half, live betting, everything you can ever imagine. Basketball every single day, a few more rounds of the uh, NFL playoffs. Uh, use yep. your coupon code BLEAV, B L E A V. Get signed up, win some money, uh, and uh, take take advantage of that bonus. So, uh, bet online, it's where the game starts. Ben, yo. Uh, this weekend, the American Express Championship, uh, John Rahm uh, takes the dub uh, by one shot over Davis Thompson, local guy, Davis Thompson from Lee Scott Academy here in Auburn, yeah. Alabama. How about that? Uh, um, it was a it's a that's a it's a tournament that's somewhat forgettable, um, and we're going to talk more about that. But it's a, it's in it's in California, it's in a uh, on a three courses. They play on three different courses. And none of them really look like they're in California. It's weird, but um, <laughs> they're in the desert. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's not a ton to talk about about this. I'll just uh, give you a quick summary. Uh, they they just light this course these these courses up. I mean, yeah. there's no rough. I was telling Ben, I was like, these are the whatever course they're playing of the three. It's the easiest courses I've ever. This easiest golf course I've ever seen. They I mean, got to be in the area they're at, Kyle. They got to be resort courses that are catering to the people that are spending a lot of money to go yeah. out there and play these courses. Don't have a PGA tournament there. I mean, <laughs> no. the the fairway, the the first cut and the rough are the exact same length. They're just different colors. Like the fair the the rough is just dormant and dead. The uh the the fairway I assume is like ryegrass, and then the the first cut's like a little bit thicker ryegrass, <laughs> but but it's not really like I was watching uh I was watching one of the holes and they 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 hit a ball and they're like, oh that might creep back into the fairway I'm like who cares it's it, it's the same like it's the same <laughs> lie all three places it's that way about around the green too like the green like nobody gets a bad lie around the green they're like oh he's gonna miss the green it's like doesn't matter he can putt from fifty feet off the green the greens are like completely flat like there is no undulation whatsoever John Rom if you if you don't if you get this tournament it's the one John Rom got caught on a mic saying uh you know it's a effing putting contest out here because because mm-hmm. basically there's very little hazard there's very little penalty so everybody that hits the ball off the tee is pretty much in play uh which means almost everybody's going to be on the green uh which mm-hmm. means whoever makes the most putt it's it, there's not it's not one of those things where it's like whoever drives the ball in the fairway this 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 week is going to have a better chance of winning whoever hits the ball the longest is gonna have a better chance winning. Whoever yeah. uh has the best um whoever can get up and down the best is gonna is gonna win this. You know, it's yeah. it's nothing like that. It's literally just bomb it, flip a wedge up there. Like I don't even know the total yardage, but like there's there's tons of par threes. 
I mean, par fours that are inside up 400 yards. So, yeah, uh, it's some, I, I don't know why you have a pro tournament here. I mean, I guess it's fun. Birdie fests are fun, but it's like, and, and, and the best did rise to the top. So John Rom did rise to the top, but, uh, I don't know. What do you I like? Think? Birdie, do you- I like birdie fest. I don't like it when I like birdie fest on a, on a course that's got soft greens. Yeah. You know, so they can throw it at the stick with a, they can throw a four iron and sit it down at, at the stick. I, I like that. Cause I like watching guys do that. I don't like it where every hole is driver 60 degree wedge. And that seems like that's what it was. It and even on, even on par fives, it was driver eight iron into the green. And you're there sitting there going, mm, that's not the kind of birdie fest I'm talking about. Like you just like the way John Ron put it, it's a pitch and putt. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's very pitch and putt. For those for those guys that can hit it that are averaging 308 yards off the tee, this course, when you average 308 and the fairway's also 308 yards wide, it's going to be very easy to score the golf ball for those guys. Right. Because even if they're having a bad day driving, they're not going to miss the fairway. And when they right. do, as you just said, they just go into a different colored looking fairway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's exactly. it's like if you hear a guy, if you hear the announcer during this tournament go, oh, that's out of bounds, then that guy's hit the worst golf shot known to man. I hope they got it on film because it's going to be in like the Guinness Book of Royal Records. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. So, uh, like I said, John Rom wins. There's a little bit of drama. The coolest hole on this whole course, I think it's pretty <laughs> underrated. Um, but it's a, uh, it's number 17 on the, whatever of the, it's a three, this was a, like I said, they played on three courses. So whatever the third one is they play on, I think it's the stadium course. It's a Pete Dye course, but it is Pete Dye stadium course. I'm reading that right now. There is first a, I, I told you the SC stood for uh South course, but it's stadium course. There is. Yeah. I knew I, I watched it. So I kind of figured I, I knew that. So there was a, uh, there is an Island green at on the 17th hole and it is a legit, like, I mean, it's a big circular island 160 yards mm-hmm. um that i think they are uh, i think davis uh, davis is one shot back at this point in time davis thompson he hits one yes. deep so he's about i don't know 40 45 feet uh it's a long putt it's a really long putt yeah um and he leaves the flag in okay so uh he putts and it is literally all over it all over, it's a 48 foot putt all over it. I mean, tracking, tracking. Oh my God, it's going to go in. It hits the center of the stick and, and stops like, and then like bounces off, but somehow it bounces off to like oh. a, foot, a foot and a half. Like if it, I really think if the stick was not in, it goes in. See, I disagree. You disagree. I, I did, I did see that shot. I did see that putt just watching some of the highlights. I saw that putt and I thought, my first thought was because I, I, First time I watched it without sound, and then I watched it with sound and heard what the announcer said about how he got screwed and how that ball may have fallen. So watching it without sound, I was like, bro, if he doesn't hit the stick right there, he rolls that ball off the green. I don't know, Ben. It was like a it had pretty face to it. It was a really pretty putt. Like it was a beautiful, beautiful putt. And but the if it would have, if it would have, uh, I guess it. But the thing is, it was so dead center. Yeah. Even with pace, like the, it could have done the whole bank shot, like yeah. hit the back, popped up and dropped in. Like no, no, was, you're right, you're right. It was it was the most pure forty eight foot putt you could have, dead in the heart, and he misses it. Uh, so then they go to um, number eighteen, which actually is another co- pretty cool hole because it's like one of the there's a lot of water on it, mm-hmm. uh, but you just it's a hard hole. You just, it's hard to make hard to make yeah. birdie. So John Rom wins by one shot. Uh, and, uh, he jumps to number one in the FedEx cup. Um, but he couldn't, I saw that he could not, um, he could not, uh, advance to number one in the world. He was number four. I believe he did not have enough points to jump to number one in the world. So, which by the way, I want to do a little bit more research on it, but I think one of our shows this week is going to have to do with world golf rankings. Cause I get John Rahm's frustration about, well, there was a guy, and I forgot who the player was. There was a guy that is actually behind John Rahm in the world rankings, and if he would have won, he could get to one, but John Rahm could not get to one. And what was that based off of? I had the formula, the thing that they – something to do with the formula that they're doing. Cause he pretty was, dumb. 
Because he was even said that was his argument, as he said in one of his press conferences. Of course, he's never been one to shy away from making comments about something that he doesn't agree with. Um, but he said it's just confusing. He goes, I would have thought, he said, I've basically won six times out of the last nine tournaments that I've been in, and I'm still not number one. I don't understand what goes on there. I don't, I don't know how that works. And so – Does it have to do with like, okay, so – if that guy would have beat John Rom as num- and John Rom would have came in number two, yes. he would have jumped him. Uh, yes. Where where did this guy finish on the thing? I don't know. I have, I'd have to look. That's why I said I need to do more research. I'd have to look at what it's got to be. It can only be like one of four guys. Yeah, they could have done it. There were else Scheffler maybe or somebody behind. Probably probably Scheffler. It's probably Scheffler. We'll see. Scheffler finished. Um, Scheffler finished eleventh. So I think what it's saying, you I think you get more points if the the higher ranked people are up towards the top of the leaderboard. So yes. if Scheffler would have beat Rom and Rom would have came in second, that's a ton of points yeah. because you're beating a guy that I mean you're just beating somebody that's higher than you. I mean it's probably I mean I'm probably way oversimplifying it, but um <laughs> I, I get it I get it uh, but. You know, just keep winning. Just keep playing good, and you'll be there. Yeah, you know? just keep winning. You'll keep. That, he just needs keep to take playing the, good. He needs to take the attitude that Shuffler's got. They ask him all the time about being number one. He goes, "That's not something I'm really paying attention to." He goes, "If I come out here and I win golf tournaments, that number one thing will take care of itself." Yeah. I, hey, here's another thing. This is kind of a side note. Tom Kim, love yeah. watching. Love watching Tom. Yeah. Kim. Hey, you know, most um, most uh, of the Asian players are very reserved. This yeah, dude him. gets this dude gets jacked up. And I really <laughs> like it. You know, he's still doing the whole. Yes, you know, he birdied. He did, eight, the, he did the whole. You know, give me some after he made a putt. He birdied eighteen, which is a hard hole to birdie, and yeah. uh, he threw the he threw the you know the hand behind the ear. Um, really good, really good. So talking, we were talked about the course uh, and how we didn't weren't crazy about it. Probably shouldn't be. You, you there's there's better courses where you could have a pro there's there's just better more appealing courses that you could have a pro tournament i know this one probably pays a lot of money and whatever tradition i don't know if there's tradition there or not but but no, they're paying money so then people like me and you will go play that court or play those yeah. courses at, or, and say Which, hey this hey, is where the pros play i would love to go play those oh courses. there's no doubt yeah i would love it i mean i i could i feel like i could i could definitely break break 80 i'm gonna break I, 90 there because I, I just keep it in place yeah, it's I mean, hard for me to keep tips. it I yeah. ran through the the holes when you were talking about 17. I pulled it up, and I just went to scanning through the holes. I mean, from the tips, they got par fours that are 350 yards. Yeah, give me I mean, a bunch of those. That, that means if I'm playing from the whites or the what we call the orange, like at the AU club, and not playing from the tips, there's an opportunity for me to probably drive some greens out there. Yeah. And you just slap it as far as you can. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's there's no there's no trouble anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in here. I'm definitely would like to go play this place. But uh, before, we're going to talk about our favorite courses, top five mm-hmm. favorite courses that uh, are played every year. So we're going to rank our top five courses that are played every year, uh, just because you know we're talking about how we don't like this course. What courses do we like? So, mm-hmm. but before we do that, we want to give a shout out to Blue Tees Rangefinders because when you go play these courses. You need to be prepared. You got to have your laser with you. If you're playing without one, you're probably playing slow and you're playing and, it, and it's just not smart. You're thinking, oh, I can't <laughs> afford it. I can't afford it. Baloney, baloney. Okay. The blue tees is not only can you pay a fraction of the price and still get all the features of the top dollar ones that are, you know, the six, $700 rangefinders. You can save with our coupon code. Use coupon code DADBOD. Take 10% off your, your, your order you can get bluetooth speakers the uh the rangefinder the series three rangefinder with toggle on and off slope the magnet on the side the buzz lock on everything you can ask for and they look really cool too uh in a rangefinder and they and that you shoot you shoot that one and a top notch one top dollar one you're going to be within a couple of yards and sometimes yep. you may be better off with with the blue t so uh check them out uh there's really no reason not to have one uh, you, you, if you're going to be a serious golfer, you got to have a rangefinder. So, uh, blue tees golf, it's where rangefinders start. <laughs> so, all right. So the, 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 the category is, you know, 
we were, Ben and I were talking about, you know, we weren't crazy about the uh, PGA West or whatever it's called over there where yeah. they have the American Express. So what are our favorite courses that are played every year? Not like just random, the mass, not the random U.S. Open courses like the Oakmonts. I mean, Wingfoot, you can go for it. But this is the courses that are played every single year, mm-hmm. our top five. Okay. So, uh, Ben, let's just go. You give me your one. We'll talk about, I'll give you my one. We'll talk about it. Are we starting um, from the top? We starting from one? Just start at the top. Just start at the top. I mean, I think it's no secret what my number one's going to be. Our one's probably going to be the same. We probably should have gone two through five, but, but, <laughs> but it's got to be Augusta National for me. Sure. Sure. I mean, it just, it, and everybody says, yeah, but because even, even Kyle's made the argument and I do agree with, with it. I mean, it can play depending on where you're at. It can play kind of short. Some of the fairways are pretty wide open. Uh, but still, it just for the prestige, number one. Number two, the tradition, things that you can't do. I mean, you and I, even if we had best friends that belong there, we could not go into the champions locker room. Like right. the stuff that you're not allowed to do. The the fact that the mystique. The, yeah. The 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 mystique <laughs> of stuff that you don't some of the things you even don't know about. Um and everybody that I've ever talked to that's played it, they've always talked about it was flawless. Even when they played it in a random month, it was absolutely flawless. Yep. And so, number one to me has got to be Augusta National and being able to. I mean, it's 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 like you and I have said. I mean, it's just it's hollow ground. Like you you walk on and you just feel different when you when you walk through the gates there. Uh, and I think that'd be the same even if we showed up there and there was not a soul in sight. Like if we just walked around the place empty, I still think it would be, I mean, everybody that plays, it says the very first tee, these are collegiate golf. They say they're nervous. Yeah. They play collegiate golf golfers. in front of people yeah. that uh, big time pressure. You're not going to, you're not playing in the masters. You just go play for a recreational yeah, playing and you can't, and you can't draw the club back on the first tee. Like I yeah. get it. I get it. It's the most, to me, it's one of the most aesthetically pleasing golf courses to watch yes. as well, especially in the spring. I know it can get kind of, you know, burn up a little bit in the, in the summer, in the hot months, but like we saw it, we've seen it in the fall now and we've seen it in the spring, uh, obviously a, a million times. It's just the way the, the flowers, the, ever the, the grass is perfect. The, the greens are perfect. The bunkers are per- Everything about it is, is mm-hmm. just Beautiful. I was telling the first time I went, and I'm going again, obviously, because I y- y'all know I won tickets for the practice round. But like the the little details, like mowing the grass down into the water with those like hovering pan lawn lawnmowers, like it's it's crazy. Like that they just they don't miss, and it's yeah. it's absolutely perfect. Like I said, we should have gone two through five because uh, number one, if you say anything else, you're just trying to be a contrarian. Like you're, yes. you're trying to be, it's, it's the best course that they play every single year, hands down, can't beat it. So when pros uh, tell you that, then you know that it's, I know Boo had his bad experiences with it, yeah. but his, his was more along the lines of them tinkering with it. His wasn't the fact that the course was awful. He was basically complaining about how they handle it when they're like, Oh, scores are getting too low. Let's dry out the greens. And they suck the water out from underneath them. Um, yeah. He wasn't complaining about the course itself. It was more the maintenance crew that uh, controlled it. So, um, I, yeah, it, I'm I'm with you. If you say anything, if you when you're going through this, if you say anything other than Augusta, you better damn well live on the golf course that you're saying what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like if you say Tory or Pebble, you better have a house there. Like yeah. that's the only way you get to change it. Only, only way. No, it's yeah. it's it's Augusta and. If you if you want to make another argument, I just I probably won't even pay attention. But anyway, <laughs> Ben, this is where it could get a little bit interesting. So give me your number two. My number two, uh, I go from Augusta over here on the eastern southeastern portion of the United States to TP Sawgrass right underneath it. I wow. want to stay in this area, so I go Sawgrass, wow. uh, home of the players. Mm. Uh, I love watching it. Uh, I, I think it's awesome. You know, um, I have never played it. I have walked it and, uh, I think it's just absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love it. Island green, uh, everything from, I, I love 18 when they're coming down 18 as well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my, like if somebody said, if somebody said you can play any course you want, of course I would say Augusta, but if they said you play any course you want, but Augusta, what is one of the courses that you'd want to play? And I would probably rank if it had to be a regular, it'd be TPC Sawgrass. See, the thing that rules this out, 
qualifications. I'm going to remind everybody what Kyle said. This is what they play everywhere. So we can't even say the British Open because that makes its way around like seven, eight different courses. Right. Um, which that's another argument itself because I still think they ought to just keep it in Scotland the entire time and play at the home of golf or whatever. Um, that's a that's a that's another day and another argument. Uh, but we can't say St Andrews because they don't play St Andrews every year. Right. Um, so that's why I chose uh, a TPC Sawgrass. So that is that's almost as bad as not putting Augusta number one to me. Is is ranking? <laughs> I knew TPC. you were going to go there. Is ranking TPC Sawgrass over Pebble Beach? That's almost like I'm just trying to not be too be. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. (laughs) I'll tell you why in a little bit. Okay, I I mean the the Pebble Beach. Not only do you get to play there every year, but they've had U.S. Opens there. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. it's the scenery. The I mean, number seven is a hundred yard par three, like. That that's hard to make a par on, so like hard to make a bogey sometimes on because of the. I mean, you got number nine where Jordan Spieth almost fell off into the canyon. Um, mm-hmm. You got, I mean, every hole. Like, can you name a hole? I, I'm trying to think. One after one, at one may be the most boring hole on the course, and then after <laughs> one, it's like two's an awesome par five, uh, three's an awesome short par four, four. I mean, you got just you got just hole after hole of just all like perfection, like just awesome golf alongside the beach. Um, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you get any better than uh, the only that. Like if you go from the only thing that can beat that is Augusta, in my opinion. So I, right. I love TBC Sawgrass, but I got to go Pebble beach number two, hands down, like no, no question. Almost one B. It may be like it may be like Augusta one A and Pebble Beach one B, but I know oh, you got to go. I know you got to go one two, so I'm going to go Pebble number two. Well, I went with Pebble with number three, and let me tell you why. Okay. TPC still has the Bermuda greens, and you're pretty much going to get the same same kind of weather year round there. It may be hotter in the summer, but even in the winter, it's not going to be too terribly cold. Like you could play at any point in time. You could be at Pebble in June, and you could still be freezing your ass off and be miserable out there on the course. So mine has really got more to do with course conditions and seeing those videos of those guys hitting three woods into that hundred yard par three. I'm like, that sounds absolutely miserable. That would be great. The day that I went after that, I'd be like, that was absolutely stupid that I just paid a thousand dollars and I was having to play in this kind of weather. Um, so that's why Pebble went down to number three is just because it's just ever changing. I mean, those guys could be in long sleeves and sweaters one day, and then the next day they they they're sweating uh, through their you know through their golf shirt. So uh, I put Pebble down there. It's still the scenery. Yes, I, I was not going to put anything else above Pebble. That was for sure. Like looking at all the rest of the courses. Uh, but yeah, that's why Pebble goes to number three for me. See, I I don't even have Sawgrass as number three for me. So my number three, and this may be a little bit controversial, but I'll explain it. I like. TPC Scottsdale is my number three. It's on one of my honorable mentions. So, and, and, and this is why the, over the years I've grown to love like how courses finish. I love to Mm -hmm. watch holes that set up for drama down the stretch for finish. And there may not be a better four stretches for a finishing four holes on the tour. Like, I don't know that I can think of a better, maybe uh i mean see right like i even think about pebble i know what 17 and i know what 18 are but what are fit like i can't i have i can't think of just off the top of my head what 15 and 16 are i mean i think Mm -hmm. i I think 15 is the par five and then 16 is the layup par maybe the layup par four where you hit it to the edge and hit it across I, i think that's right but but you got a you got a very drivable not drivable. You got a very gettable par five with like an island green yep. uh, on 15. Then you go to 16, which is the stadium par three. Now, granted, if we played it, that would not be there. So, right. How, how does that change? It's, then it's just a, then it's just a basic par three that, you know, that just, it's the same par three everywhere. 160 yard, 165, 170 yard par three. It's the same mm-hmm. par three at like every course you play. But, I didn't say best course to play. I said best course that these guys play. Yeah. Uh, so I think when you put the the stadium around it, uh, however many people can fit in it, 50, 60,000 people, whatever, 
Uh, so you got that. Then you got 17, which is the 300 yard R3 with water mm-hmm. right by the green that if anything gets going left, it's in the water. Yep. Uh, it, it brings so much risk reward, uh, into it. So much drama there. And then you got, uh, 18, which is a awesome driving hole visually. Uh, beautiful par four with, with danger everywhere. So, uh, I don't, I, I would challenge anybody to come up with a better closing four holes that, that's played every single year on tour than TPC Scottsdale. That's my number. That's my number three. What do you have to say about that? No, I like it made my honorable mentions. I mean, I've said before, one of my bucket list things that I want to do is go out and attend the tournament the same year that they have the Super Bowl being hosted there and do the tournament during the day, get over to see the game at night and then get back and try to try to get try to get a tee time where the following day could play the course that the pros just played. Like that would be my ultimate like one of my that's one of my bucket list trips. I know everybody talks about Augusta or TPC or Pebble. I'm like, that would be cool. But the fact that you can go there and you can watch a golf tournament, you can sit on 16. You don't want to get too drunk because you do have to make it to the game that night. But you can have a few beverages and then get the Super Bowl in that evening and then get back out there and play the next day. That'd be awesome. How much if, if you could if you if what do you think money wise it would think about everything from airplanes to hotel, to tickets to the Super Bowl, to greens fees, flight back. What do you think that would cost? Like if you just had to guess. Oh God, I think probably ten grand. It, I, I mean, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're in that stadium. Your Super Bowl ticket's going to be probably two to twenty five hundred to five yeah. grand for for one ticket. The cheapest thing you're going to have out there the entire time is the flight. I mean the flight, and the flight's going to be over a thousand dollars because yeah. everybody's going to be trying to fly there. So, uh, yeah, I, ten, you could probably stay somewhere. Probably, let's just say, uh, any if you say anywhere close, you're probably a thousand dollars a night. No, um, I did look at that. The room rates are actually a reasonable rate if you stay at the course. You got to drive in order to get in to see the. So yeah, it's a it's it's not like close. So you can get away with like two fifty to three fifty a night as far as your hotel room is concerned. So, so ten grand. The ten. So I say ten. I say ten to twelve grand, maybe. Wow! If you just got ten grand to blow, that I would. Hey, listen, be- you guys need to buy. This is the time when y'all need to go buy some more uh, blue tees. Uh, Kyle and I are trying to get this. Yeah. <laughs> this thing. Blue tees and swamp. Yeah. yeah. And so, nope. uh, so yeah, that I, you're looking at ten grand. So that's a. I mean, that's a hefty. But you, man, what a blast! What a what a weekend that is. So, I, so something I saw. I want to go back to Pebble for a second. So, so tell me if you would do this. So, I saw a buddy of mine who was post or was was talking about how he booked a trip to Pebble, mm-hmm. but he booked it. There is there's actually an uh, during the summer there is a they do what's called a light aeration where they don't do the deep yes. punches they do the light punches, and it's an aeration rate for ten days. And he got it. He booked it on the eighth day or something like that. The eighth or ninth day after the aeration. And he says, it's a light punch. I've had people tell me that if you can get in that somewhere in that eight to 10, they're almost perfect. It's almost like half price. So you go from like 600 to 300 mm. for aeration rate. So that may be, that may be the way to go. That may be the way to go. If you, well, if then you, again, our mutual friend, and I won't, I won't call his name because he may not want, but when he goes out there, um, you still pay less than three hundred if you stay at the resort there. Okay, so it's in, so you could do either or. Like you got to stay somewhere, so you might as well stay at the resort. Now the rooms are a little bit higher, but still your greens fees are like two fifty if you stay at the resort because hmm. uh, it is kind of it is kind of away from everything. So you're gonna eat there. They know they're gonna get you on food, beverage, yeah. all that kind of stuff. You're not going anywhere. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's the way he does it. They just stay there. They're like you might as well stay there. Uh, cause you can do what he did and you can stay somewhere else and drive in and play, or you can just stay there and you still get that reduced rate because they, they look out for you for, for paying for that. So, uh, let's move on to number four. Yeah. What's your number four? Number four. I had it. I had Tory on there. Yeah. So that was another honorable mention. I'm, I went from Tory though, to a, a course that I've really loved watching you always find out about superstars being there because it's in LA and it's Riviera. Oh, Riv. <laughs> Spectacular. And it's another one that 
for some reason, I guess because I'm so glued, you know, like clued in and glued in to watching it that like I recognize holes from Riviera. Yeah. And so I had, I was like, I got to put Riviera on there. Plus the, the scenery is not bad that, it, you know, coming up 18, 18 is always very spectacular. Cool. You got the, the par three with the bunker in the middle of it. I think, I mean, I think, it just, yeah, there's all kinds of, and then everything the, the, about it a is par is, four. What par four the, is it? Isn't that the Genesis open now? Isn't that what they the call Genesis. it? Genesis. Yeah. yeah. There's a par four that um, Jack Nicholas always talks about. It's like the you can you can go for or you can lay back, and it's like yes. one of the hardest short par fours. That's the one where Colin Marikawa walked out in front of JT when uh, he went to the bathroom, and JT was going to be going for it. And uh, about the time he started his downswing, Colin comes out like from the bathroom from using the, the potty, and and like then all of a sudden like. Freak JT out. He's like, oh, oh. And then he just didn't know what to do. And he froze and he went and sat down. And JT kept giving him shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. So that's your your number four is Riv. That's a great yeah. one. That's a great I one. I mean, it it just it's one that you 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 just you recognize it. You see it on television, even when they show shots of it, when people aren't there, and you're like, that's Riviera. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. My number four is it just I just had it and it just left me. Um, sorry, uh, sawgrass, sawgrass, sawgrass oh. is my number four. So I know, you know, even though, uh, it's, it's, it's almost the fifth major, it's, it should be the fifth major. It's if the, if you ask the pros, uh, other than like Augusta, that's one of the ones they want to win because it's all world ranking based. Um, it's, it's the best, it's the best field in golf. Yeah. It's the best field, uh, even out of all the majors. So, um, the course is beautiful, and they they do it. Them doing it in March now. Um, it's all over. It's perfectly manicured, perfect weather, perfect grass, perfect color. Everything is perfect if the weather cooperates. But if the weather and the, when the weather doesn't cooperate, it's absolute carnage. Which this it's not the year Cam Smith won. Was that this past year? Or was it year prior? Uh, this past year. Yeah, where sure like bad, yeah, where like over one of the rounds or one a couple of the rounds, like if you shot close to even from over par, like you you were doing really really good. Like JT shot one under or two under, and they talked about it's one of the greatest rounds of golf that's ever been played because yeah. the, the weather was so terrible. So uh, and didn't he even say? And at one point during his interview, he said that's the best round of golf he's ever played. Yeah, he's yeah best round of golf he's ever played. So. You 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 memorize a lot of the holes, like a lot of the holes you you can see people play, and you you know where they are on the course. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. That to me makes the course go way up to me. The um, memorable holes, uh, the par fives are great. It requires you to do a bunch of different hit a bunch of different shots, and then obviously you got the seventeenth, and then the heart one. I, I mean, probably it's got to be the hardest. I mean, I can't think of a much harder finishing hole uh on on tour like it's it's that's played every year like it's an incredibly tough um finishing hole that's a really good three hole closing stretch 16 yes. 17 16 the par 5 17 has a really really solid three hole uh closing stretch so um TPC Sawgrass is definitely my number 4 i can't wait to hear your number 5 i got i got a feeling i might know what it is but i, I want to hear what you say there's no chance i told uh, actually told Grayson Huff Kyle's going to be so mad at me at number 5 cuz the first thing you're going to well let me t- i'm not going to tell you what the first thing you're going to say is but let me uh, guess I, it okay Kapalua. damn it <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i knew I it had, i had uh my honorable mentions cuz i came really close to putting this in here uh, because it's just been a recent one as of late, because I used not to do it here. Uh, number one was, I told you, TPC Scott Sale was one of my honorable mentions. Bay Hill, Arnie's Tournament. Good it's one. another one that you can just recognize what the holes that they're on. They're a couple I'm of drivable par fours. There's the par five. Is it six? Is the par the par five that's like, it's three six, 340 yeah. to carry, but you got to hit it all over yeah. yeah, see, I like Bay Hill, but I don't remember a lot. It's not very – to me, I remember 18, and I remember that hole, and that's about all I got. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eight, yeah. That hole and 18, that's about all I got. It, it it was a lot cooler when the late Arnold Palmer was still around to greet him. That's why I do love the Memorial, too. It's another one that got an honorable mention just because it's Jack's tournament. But, again, kind of like what you said about Bay Hill, 18 sticks out in my mind on Memorial. 
But other than that, if you said name hole number six, I'd be like, I got to go look it up. I got nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, and then the other one that just almost snuck in that they just started playing out so long ago. Again, this ties in with the same reason as Augusta, because when we heard the stories about how you and I just, we're not even allowed to play there. Uh, And that'd be Austin Country Club. When they play the Dell, that is an play. awesome. That is an awesome, <laughs> awesome golf course. Um, so that is another one that made honorable mention that I almost chose just because we can't play there. Like we, yeah. we were told, you know, we were told that that's just a place that is very prestigious in Austin, Texas. They don't let you play. Yeah, and so yeah, it's Kapalua, and and not as much as the course, as much as Lori summed it up when I was watching it. Was that last week or week before? Anyway, it all runs together now. When I was watching it. And about three shots in a row, she you know she never watches golf. She like looks up from her iPad and she goes, "That is absolutely beautiful." And I was yeah. like, "I know." Can you imagine standing on top of the hill? You have the you're in Hawaii. There's the ocean behind you. There's mountains behind that behind the ocean. Yeah, and, volcanoes like off in the distance. Yeah, like you're just constantly, and you see it from the players. They're constantly walking around and looking, like they're just yeah. looking at different at different sites that they can see from the course. So. Yeah, it's Kapalua, and and I love the way it finishes. I love the way that they got a lot of downhill shots because I'm a short hitter, so I would love the fact that I could probably get some 300-yarders out there with no problem. Um, yeah, it's it always looks – I mean, it's it's 68 to 78 degrees and beautiful out there at all times. Yep. So you're never going to have a bad day. Yeah, it's a good one. It was it was definitely on my list. I knew that's the one you were going to go with. I I I don't know why. I just knew that's the one you were going to go with. Maybe because you tried to pull the old win two tournaments when we said you could only win one, and you picked that one <laughs> because it meant you won another one. So yes. Uh, but yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. That was going to be your. That was going to be your top one. So mine. What do you think mine is? Just guess. We know it's not Bay Hill. It's not Bay Hill. <laughs> <laughs> You've already established that. Um, you kind of bit a little bit on Austin Country Club, but I don't think you thought of that one. I don't think that's Mm-mm. it. Uh, would it be? Would it be? Would it be Harbor Town? No, no. Oh, uh, you always like Harbor Town. You always talk about how much you love it. I like Harbor Town, but my top one's East Lake. My, you know what? Number yep. five. Number five yep. is East Lake. East Lake. But you played and it. I played it, so that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a um, you know, helps me out a little bit, but like. Mm-hmm. That's another one. I can name you a lot of the holes on the course, even before I played it. Um, I know several, there's, there's probably about, um, on the front nine, there's probably about three holes on the front nine that are very similar. So like, mm-hmm. but outside of those three, all the other ones are great. Like you got, um, you got eight that's like treacherous tee shot right along the water, short par four. Or, or or maybe that's um no it's it's yeah it's eight because nine's the long the long par three the the two hundred yard par three so uh, is that where you played it from that's where they played it from with the uh, men and women it was about two hundred yards uh, one eighty to two hundred yards or the whatever cup that East Lake was Cup that yeah the yeah. East Lake Cup that they played that the Auburn women were in because the women yeah. played it at one thirty five that number that, nine are you talking about the one on the water or the one on number nine number one nine on the water, one on the water. That is uh, 15. Okay. All right. 15, 16. Yeah, that's 15. So um, 15, that, I was a little bit disappointed. That tee box where they play it from, that the, they play the uh, tour championship from, is spectacular. But mm. you can't even go look. They won't even let you look at it. But it's like it's it's behind a little row of tree. Like there's like a little bit of a row of trees. And then on mm-hmm. the other side of it is the tee box. But like – your tips that you can play are nowhere near those. Like those are, so you honestly aren't hitting over a ton of water. Whereas that other one is full carry, full send. Yeah. hundred percent. over. No, water. cause that's what they were doing with the guys at the East, at the East Lake cup. The guys were teeing off from that one. Yeah. yeah. And it was playing. We probably any- played from where the girls was. Cause it was probably one forty five, one fifty. That's about. I was going to say one of the days the girls played, it was one thirty five, and one days one of the days it was one fifty five. They moved them back a box, so you probably, probably played it from the one fifty five. Yep, that's probably when we played it. Okay, so East Lake, you just feel the history. Um, and like I said, it's it's a laid back tournament that you know all the holes. Eighteen's mm-hmm. an awesome finishing hole, especially if, um. 
especially if there's something on the line. And then 17 is also a really cool hole. It's a short par four. Um, it's not really drivable, but um, they can always throw it up there pretty tight and then, uh, yeah. you know, flip a little wedge up. It's a good scoring hole. So I'm going to go East Lake number five for sure. I, and then, you know, Austin, I wasn't thinking about Austin, but if I would have thought about Austin, I may have slid that into number five because that's such a – that's probably my number six. I mean, and you get to see so much of it too because with it being match play, they show every hole as opposed hole. to – a lot of times when we're watching a golf tournament, they're like, you know, coverage begins at two and they, they get to nine, so we don't get to see holes one through eight. That's such I mean, a good I've, point. And, and Which is, by the way, let me get off on a rant about that for a little bit. TV guy, we don't give a shit if somebody's in the booth or not. You guys start showing coverage from the first guy that tees off. Go ahead and just have a live stream running. We'll we'll, we'll watch. Yeah. Us, us freaks will watch it. We don't yeah. have to have somebody telling us what's going on. We know what's going on. It may be cool just Mike to have the have mics on the players and just yeah. you know let's just watch it with no no announcers. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh real quick, let's give a shout out to Swannies. Um yeah. mm-hmm. uh love Swannies. Those guys are great. Their styles are they're amazing. You can get everything that you that you need to play golf right there, uh from a apparel standpoint, from the your polo to your bo- tops to bottoms, pullovers, hats. Um, everything you can imagine, belts, uh, t-shirts, mm-hmm. they, they got, they got it. So, uh, log on today, use coupon code dadbodgolfpod dash 25, take 25% off your next order until they turn our code off. So keep going, uh, save big. You're already going to save cause it's, you're not going to pay, you know, Peter Millar prices. You're going to pay, you know, a great, uh, they got great, uh, quality, stuff and and you get to save even more off of an already low price so swannies.com swannies.co not com make sure you don't put an m on the end uh life's a party dress for it f-o-r-e okay um last thing we'll do this real quick it's a before before you get to that i do have to say something if i scream like a little bitch here between now and the end of the show if you keep wondering why I keep looking up, there is a spider that is just barely hanging on to the ceiling up above me, and it's going to fall at some point oh while this show is going on. That's terrifying. So, I just want you to be aware. And it looks about the size of my fist, to be honest with you. so I, That's terrifying. I'm, yeah, I'm, I keep looking up. I'm worried this. You know, I thought you were off. watching the uh, the um, Cowboys and the 49ers. No, I don't, ha- I don't have a TV in this room. This is, <laughs> this is the office, and this is the bonus room, so no TV in here. All right, um, so we say we're going to end every show in 2023 on a yep. Would You Rather. So Xander Shoffley had what I was I would I would say even more the most rare shot in golf, which is an albatross, uh, a, a two on a par five, and it was on a really cool hole where it was like forced carry over the water, hits on the mm-hmm. front of the green, rolls into like a putt. So the um the Would You Rather is. Would you rather the longest club in your bag that's not your driver? So say if it's a three wood, if it's a hybrid, whatever, whatever the yardage is on the longest club you have in your bag, you get to have an albatross. Okay. Or you get to have a hole in one that's like 140 or under. So like 125 to 140, you get a hole in one from there, or you get an albatross from like Full sin. So it could be how far you hit your three wood, Ben, off the ground. Two two forty, maybe. Okay. If you nut one, so if you nut one, two four, two forty. Yeah. There you go. So you get a hole out from two forty for a two, or you get a nine iron to pitching wedge, hole in one on a par three. What do you take? Hole in one. Oh wow. <laughs> and the only reason. And I don't know if you know this. I've had an albatross. Wow. Okay. Number number one, Andalusia Country Club. Par five. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Five wood. However, I think that was when I was first getting, I was maybe either a senior in high school or a freshman in college. I forgot, but I was playing with my dad. And I mean, I probably still shot 95. So it, it, <laughs> even with an yeah. albatross, but still. Um, it's a good start. Yeah, that was you one of those. can't go any higher than that on number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll never forget. It was one of those things we're looking all over the green. He's like, did you look in the hole? I was like, there's no chances. In the it's hole. a blind tee shots. I mean, yeah. it's a blind second shot. So you don't see it. That, that's, that kind of takes away from it a little bit, yeah. but, um, that took away from it a ton. I mean, yeah, except for to... writing that, except for writing that score down on the card, it took away from it a ton. But how many um, par fives are there? You think there's not a, I mean, 
it's so far away. You just, it's, it ought to be hard to see, you know, any go in. Yeah, I'm but. thinking like some of the ones that you and I play, like the the links here at RTJ, that number uh, two, that that's because you're elevated in the fairway, so you can see the whole green because the green slants towards the fairway. So okay, you would see you would see it go in there. Yeah. Um, if it went in on the backside of the next par five, though, you'd never see it. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you're right. I mean, when it comes to par fives. They're very few and far between. Most of them are elevated because they got them protected by bunkers too. So when you go for it, your ball can at least catch something to go, keep from going in the trash. So most par fives, you're not going to be able to see your yeah. your albatross. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, that's why I say a hole in one because I've never had one, and not to take anything away from that because that's been 25 years since I've had an albatross, but still I've had one, and uh, so I say hole in one just because I don't care if I'm hitting a 60 degree wedge. You know, if, if like with that albatross and what Xander did today, you can only put it in the right direction, Kyle, and just hope that it you're catching the green, it holds the green. If it goes in, that's just all the more fun for it. If you hit a nine iron or a pitching wedge 140 yards, you're literally, you're not trying to make it, but you're damn sure trying to get close. So you've yeah. accomplished one of the most ultimate goals by actually making it because you legit hit it where you wanted to hit it. Whereas on that albatross, I'm just trying to keep it online towards the green, catch the green, stay on the green. Yeah. And then when you get up there and you find out it goes in, it's like, oh crap, I got an albatross. So there you go. Um, yeah, that. Uh, I'm gonna shot. I'd be interested to ask, you know, Mike Hillier, who lives here, he holds like the world record. He's got like uh, what is like six holes and ones on par fours. Those are considered like albatrosses. Um, because he's been driving driven the you know driven the green on a par four but i'd be interested to see what his that. take would be you don't count that's that. a hole in one that's a that's a hole in one to me <laughs> yeah so so i'm actually gonna this is gonna shock you probably i'm gonna take the hole in one i'm gonna take the ah. hole in one i think the albatross is the more impressive shot mm-hmm. uh if i if i had to hit my three wood like full bore as far as i could hit it and and i'm and it goes in and i make a two that'd be awesome but like I just said, a lot of times on par fives, you're not going to know. You're not going to know <laughs> it went in. So uh, on a, if it's a 130-yard par three, you're pretty much – it's going to be – it's really hard not to – I can't think of I – mean, how can – there's not many holes you can hold – par threes you can play from 130 yards where you won't see the ball go in. You know right. what I mean? And nobody asks you if you – how many albatrosses you have. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like, no, I mean, right. it's, it's just when you're talking, you're in a crowd. Nobody really cares. Like, nobody's ever going to ask you. They're going to ask you if you ever had a hole in one. They're not going to ask yeah. you if you ever had an albatross. So, yeah, I've had. I've had. You know, that would be if I had one. Another one, that'd be three. I mean, that's that. That just sounds awesome. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I would take. I would take the. Uh, I would take the uh, the the hole in one for. Uh, more people are going to talk about it. You're yeah. going to get to. You're almost guaranteed to see the ball go in, and you get to have that moment of joy and jubilation on the tee box with your friends. Uh, and then the albatross, like I said, it's a more impressive shot. Like, but even if somebody says, "Have you had a hole in one?" You say, "No, I've had an albatross." They will not ask you a follow up question. <laughs> they don't care. Nobody cares. Even though it's the most impress, it's the more impressive shot. Am I right? Or if it's, or if it's somebody that hadn't been playing golf very long, they won't even know what you're talking about. They'll just yeah. Be like, Am I right though? Oh, they, I never thought of it like, like that. You're right. I mean, if you know, if you said, you know, we're all sitting on tee, we're on a par three or whatever, you're like, Bit, have you ever had a hole in one? No, I've had an albatross. Okay, cool. Yeah, nobody's gonna say like, <laughs> what? How far was it? Like when I had the hole yeah. in one, everybody wanted to know all the details. Like yes. nobody's gonna nobody's gonna ask you any more details if you have an albatross, even though it's a more impressive shot. It's weird. We're weird human. We're weird creatures, but it's a more impressive shot. It's a better score. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's three, three it's, it's, it's three, three under versus two. <laughs> yeah. It's an amazing score. No, but uh it's it's just I don't know. It, it's I I'm gonna take the hole in one, believe it or not, even though I've already had one and I can say uh, I can try to act like hole in ones aren't that cool anymore because I've had one within the last calendar year, but I would still take a hole in one over the albatross. So I do love like getting back to Kapalua, like they finish on that par five. 
when they're people in contention, they're like, if he hits it in here, I'm like, it's not that easy, man. Yeah. To hit it in from 280 yards out on a side hill lie where you got to land it up on the right side of the green and hope that it runs the right direction in order to go in. Like, go ahead and give him the trophy. Like, (laughs) when when Colin, was it when Colin like melted down and he had to hole out his his second shot from the fairway to even to tie? I think. Yes, to tie. Like, just give. Just give him the trophy. Like it's not. Yeah. Just give. Like, like what are y'all give doing? Give Ron the trophy. They act like that's like a normal thing every year when it comes down. And it's not just Capitol. It's any tournament that finishes on a par five. They're like, well, if he holes out here, yeah, that puts that gets him. And to they start second, talking. They, yeah, they start talking you know, about how it could possibly happen. Like what he has yeah. to do to hole it out. And it's like, guys, just shut up. Just shut up. I've been if watching golf. Off. I've been watching golf for forty years. I've I've I could count on one hand. And I saw the highlights of Xander. That was it. But I kind of went in. I mean, albatrosses I've seen, and they all yep. act like it's just something that's going to happen. They're like, "Yeah, he could. He's got a chance here." No, Easily. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have a chance. <laughs> all right, man. Great show, uh, guys. It. Have a great week. Uh, hope this got you off on the good foot. It's going to be sketchy weather here in and out where we live. May get a little cool, but I think towards the end of the week it's going to get really nice. So we may have to go. We have to go play. My birthday's like coming up, Ben. So you might have to play golf with me this weekend for my birthday. It's going to be like a high of fifty all week and rain until the weekend, and then we get like sixty-five. The weekend. So we're yeah. working for the weekend, baby. Working like for it. the weekend. Y'all have a great week, and we will talk back on Wednesday. It's episode two fifty-seven of the Dadbot Golf Pod. And we're always always broken. You've been listening to. The Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.